Live from the 215, this is Wrestle Cave. I'm here with Pat with the facts and a very special guest, Dave Reed. Dave, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up? Hey, man, welcome to the cave, man. Yeah. I seen that my cat. Yeah, man, he's definitely making his presence felt over there. I kicked him a couple times. I think you probably did, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was over there with Pat as well. <laughs> he, he's filling in for 30Ks tonight. Yeah, he's definitely filling in for 30Ks tonight. Um, Gentlemen, I don't know if you know, but it is... 20 years since the Hell in a Cell, Mankind vs. Undertaker. Now, where were you at? Where did you watch that match at? Where did you see that at? Uh, I was at home. You was at home? Yeah. Who did home. you watch by yourself? Uh, yeah. my I was really the only person in my family ever into wrestling. I mean, my, my, sister, my sister watched it a bit, but I was the only fan in the house. Now, who was paying for it? Because that was, that was back in the day, Dave, when, when you had to pay like the 50 or... Well, how much well, did you have to pay? They were only $20. There was $20. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, a lot it, cheaper than close. Oh, yeah, yeah, inflation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it, so, what I would do is my my parents, you know, like, you know, 5 or $10 a month for my allowance. Right. I would just say, you know, I'll use that towards the WWE pay-per-view this month. Oh, that's and awesome. That, that's what I did every month. Right. Where, where were you at, Dave? Where, where did you I watch was, that? I remember I was in the living room watching on pay-per-view with my dad. And, <laughs> I, like, when Mick Foley got thrown off the uh, top of the hell in the cell, we just sat there and looked at each other like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> is he dead? Like, we actually thought he was he was dead. Yeah, because you yeah. never seen nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like, I thought it was a mistake. I said, maybe he wasn't supposed to fall off the cage, maybe for the fall, I mean, on top of it. But maybe they didn't realize how close they were to the edge and... I'm like, oh, it has been a mistake. And, and I remember, like, the one spot in the match was when um, Mick Foley was getting carried out in the stretcher. And he got off the stretcher. And the Undertaker was getting ready to climb down. And they showed, and he zoomed in on the Undertaker's face, and his jaw dropped. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm like, that right there, that's that's what did it for me. Yeah, I know. I was, uh, shout out to my grandmother. She used to, we used to go to uh, uh, Mr. Frank house and he would always order it. And um, he would order wings. We'd be over there chilling, eating wings and all that. And then, and then you see this cage come down and I, I had to go back and do my homework because that, that was the first time I, I was introduced to the cage. I didn't know what the fuck that was. You know what I mean? I didn't know. I didn't really know anything. Like I didn't really pay. I was getting into it. Cause I was like, I was watching w, uh, WCW, and I was liking with Goldberg, and I was liking all the stuff that was going over there. And then I was like, for some reason, I, I heard about WWE, and I started watching that. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this better. That's when I started watching WWE. So when I seen the cage, I'm like, well, that's not a normal cage. Like, what the fuck? That's, that's different. And then I'm like, all right. And the start, the way it started, it was like the match went off. What was the match really going like 10, 15 minutes before before he was got thrown off? Like it wasn't even that long. They, yeah, yeah, I think he started off on top of the cage. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> so it was like it was fucking insane. Like I was like, wow. Like I really thought he was dead. And then he like uh, got off the stretcher. He started started to come back, and that shit was fuck. I I, I was scared of Undertaker. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Fucking petrified. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. yeah. I had a. Uh, I had nightmares about The Undertaker as a kid. But he did a, the zombie character. That scared the daylights out because I didn't think anybody could beat him. I'm like, yo, he's not human. Nobody could beat The Undertaker. And um, I remember I had one of my wrestling posters I had as a kid on a, you know, I think it was a Randy Savage poster. It was Randy Savage on one side, Undertaker on the other. And I was so scared of Undertaker. One time, the poster actually fell off my wall. And, and Undertaker poster uh, picture was showing. I was so scared to like pick it up. It was the middle of the night. I was like, yeah, that's how you know. That's the fact that Undertaker had on me as a kid. That's, that's <laughs> crazy, man. Like that is that is so insane. What was what was the uh, outside of the other? 
the, him getting thrown off. What was the other spot to you that was just? I know mine was when when Fall the cage broke. The cage. Yeah, yeah, when he went through the yeah, cage. yeah, when through the cage. Yeah, I was like, really? This is still going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how is he still alive? Yeah, like, you know, I was. Yeah. I thought mankind was like wasn't human at, after that point because I, I, I that was the first time we ever see anything like that. When 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 did we ever see anyone get thrown off a fucking cage, then comes back and then gets choke slammed through the fucking cage? And oh man, it didn't. Ah, oh, it was it, it was just insane. I, I, I guess while I was watching like behind the scenes when he basically wanted to make a name for himself, he, he wanted to be the main event and, and fuck goddamn like, I mean, shit, even to this day, did, did we, I, I don't know, did you know at the time, I guess because we were kids, we didn't think at the time 20 years later we would be talking about this. No. No. <laughs> Let alone Undertaker still fucking wrestling 20 some yeah. years yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, it's not that I thought I would ever get out of wrestling or something like that, mm-hmm. but, you know. But we didn't know we were watching like history, like it was yeah. like golden, like it was, like it was going to be a part of our childhood to this day. Um, I'm actually going to watch this shit tonight. I think I'm going to watch it. Uh, it's a solid choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be, I, that's the one thing about the network is like those ten dollars. Like, yeah, you can watch literally whatever you want. It's like a a, a a gazillion hours worth of shit that you can go back on and reach. And they added more great stuff on there, so it's like, hey, it's, it's getting better. Right, right, right. Now since we're talking about like Hell in a Cell, since it's like. 20 years is that. Like, other than that, what other... I guess we can say Kane and Hell in a Cell was probably... was one of the best. Just for a, the pure moment, I'll never forget Kane coming out for the first time and ripping the door off the cage. It's... <sighs> even though, like, he wasn't in the match. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody says Hell in a Cell, it's either that or Mick, Fo- Mick Foley mm-hmm. going off the cell. Right. Those are the two things I think about when... When people say Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Because, I mean, what made it special is that at the time, we didn't know who Kane was. You just heard about him. Right. And you just hear uh, Paul Berkowitz kept yelling, Kane is alive. And you're like, well, who's Kane? And what did he look like? <laughs> and then uh, and when he made his debut, it was, that was another scary moment because mm-hmm. you didn't see a character look like that before. And when he ripped the, the cell door off, it, that was even scarier. And I'm like, oh, crap. Undertaker can't beat this guy. All right, right. It was just like... <laughs> Oh man, you know, but yeah, that's what you think about with Hell in a Cell is either that or um, Mick Foley. And also, this can't, you know, this can't be ignored either. The fact you got you know, Jr. losing his freaking mind. Oh yeah, selling yeah, yeah. the shit out of both of those yeah. Hell, Hell in a yeah. Cell matches. So I, I associate not necessarily equally, but he's definitely something I think about when those matches come up. Oh yeah, it's no. I love how how. Uh, how Jerry just he was like the perfect the perfect uh color commentary commentator with to to match JR's intensity when when he's oh, doing yeah. it. I think I think they're definitely like probably my favorite yeah. as far as calling yeah. shit cuz they they yeah. caught a lot of like iconic shit. Yeah, um, they're right up there with um you know um, Gorilla and Bobby Heenan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was you know I think Vixen Man was a great commentator too. With, with yeah, he doesn't come up a lot in conversation, but he he was solid. Oh yeah, in comparison to some because he was that's got to be Kane. Yeah, that's got to be Kane. Yeah, and, and Vince always wanted that dramaticness to to you know to to the commentary, so he he always tried to bring that out. So he was also good with them as well. At and the that's time. and that's why I don't fuck with Michael Cole. I don't I don't like Michael <laughs> <No>. Cole. <laughs> I fucking hate uh what's his name? Coach? The coach? Oh gosh. <laughs> He's trash. I fucking love Booker T. I don't care what anyone says. Booker, Booker T is great. He is fucking great. <laughs> so, shout out to Corey Graves and WWE Shop. Please make 
the shut up Byron shirt. I oh yeah, gladly buy it. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Or shut up Saxton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up Saxton. He, who's who's the most trash announcer in this day and age right now? I thought I thought uh, I thought Byron was the worst until Coach came back. He doesn't do shit. He doesn't. He doesn't add shit. He's one of yeah. the reasons why Raw is kind of like hard. Yeah, this is we're gonna have our, our our slight disagreement. Like Booker T was becoming unbearable. Like it stopped, he was because <laughs> it, it stopped being funny after a while. Oh like, yeah. Oh shucky ducky quack quack. Oh yeah, that's not crazy. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I think it, I think um I do understand what you're saying. Sometimes you get a little bit over the top. Um. But as far as I don't know, it got to a point where I was like, "What the fuck is Booker T gonna say tonight?" Yeah, <laughs> this type of shit. Oh man. Um, but do you think Booker T was is worse than Byron or the coach? Um, I don't think he's worse than Byron. Did you Did you hear this? Did you hear this right, right here? I got I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> Stephanie and Hunter fed that line. I'm you think telling so? you. You think so? Well, yeah, Vince had it. Yeah. One of, Every time they're in Chicago, they one of those two has something to say. <laughs> the breaks. <laughs> Where they take their subtle little shot. Do you think you think um you think CM uh, is coming all in since he's always gonna be this his town? I, he's gonna be at Pro Wrestling Tees. Do you think he's gonna show up? Can you imagine if he shows up in, in some shape or fashion with but, Kenny Omega? I not necessarily Kenny Omega. I think he will make an appearance. I I don't think he's wrestling a match. Yeah, by any, but he'll be there. Yeah, like cause I, he haven't wrestled in five years. Now I don't know if he you know he trains on the side or not, but he haven't wrestled in five years. So that, I can't see him like jumping right into the you know uh, a match with like Kenny Omega them at this time. You know maybe in the future, but yeah, I do see uh, him making an appearance at, at um, All In. Yeah, I have to say, especially after that trial he just went through, he had to op- you know open all those old wounds about you know the the situation that made him leave the comp- wrestling entirely in the first place. So that's those incidents are still very fresh in his mind. But on the flip side, how do how do you stick it to the motherfuckers? You go out there on the indies because he did say, and I quote, that if I do return, it will be something with Nick Jackson. And Nick Jackson is in the Young Bucks. And the Young Bucks will be wrestling probably still with the heavyweight IWGP championships, tag team championships. So it's a possibility that he could possibly come back. And how do you stick it to WWE? You go to New Japan or you go to Ring of Honor when you're one of the household names. And you don't even have to wrestle in WWE. You don't even have to be in WWE to be... A superstar or a megastar now at this point. Yeah. yeah. Dave, are, are, are the Young Bucks megastars? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the Young Bucks are... Here's the thing about the Young Bucks. A lot of people get them shit for, you know, because they do 500 super kicks throughout the match. But you know what? It's, it works for them. And they tell stories. And they tell stories. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I'm one of the first ones who... Um, I wasn't a fan of the Young Bucks when they first came out. I'll be honest. Cause I was like, ah, oh, what the hell are they doing? 500 super kicks and all this flipping shit. But then when I actually start watching them more and mm-hmm. then, you know, and start really watching the matches, I'm like, wait a minute. They're yeah. not they're not bad. They're not bad at all. Then yeah. I'm really starting liking them more and more. So I'm like, Young Bucks are a household name. I think they're, they're super over, you know, 
Fans love them. And like you said, they don't have to go to WWE to, you know, be successful. They they proving it right now with uh New Japan, Ring of Honor, and um being the elite on YouTube. And that has to give you like uh like damn, well, you know, they do it and I'm a I'm a wrestler, I'm a professional wrestler. I can do that shit too. I don't. I, the goal is to be to get the WWE, but if it's not in the cards, I can still make money and take care of my family and, and have stability doing my doing what I love to do without having to go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And carving out my own lane, doing my own thing, and that's what I respect uh, about them the most. And yeah, we can go there, but they actually were there, and they already know the system and know the things it is. But their their whole thing is to be independent. It's like. The best thing in the world when you have that particular freedom to do whatever whatever you you choose to do. Yeah. And I think that CM Punk is he gotta respect that and he has to have some type of. I mean, if you love something, if you really really love something like that, that was his life. It's either gonna come back around or or it never really fully leaves you. Now he's not doing shit in in UFC. His UFC career is probably over. How do you like change your legacy? I know you. I know they try to drown you out with legal fees. So it'd be smart to take a couple matches in New Japan. Or it'd be smart. Will you imagine Kenny Omega versus uh, CM Punk? I watched it. Yeah. That's changing the world. That's bridging the gap between the U.S. and New Japan. That's really doing it. Everybody knows who the fuck CM Punk is. Everybody knows who Kenny Omega is. That's why I love the Jericho shit. Jericho, how do you feel about Jericho? Jericho right now is changing the game. Um, he's showing. He's 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 going out there and he's wrestling in Japan now. And he's and he's showing a lot of people who who didn't see him in the '90s when he was wrestling in Japan. He's saying, look. You know, WWE is great, but I could also be great in New Japan. I could do their style of wrestling as well. And I can show you, hey, there's other ways to be successful. You know, he's going out there, he's showing the crowd, hey, look, there's other sides to Jericho you, you didn't see in WWE that I'm bringing out. And and like he, he said on his uh, podcast, he said he don't want to wrestle everywhere now. You know, a lot of companies want him, you know, in their company. He said, no, I want to I become Mystique now. And I think that's what he's doing. He's building his character up, so now he's Mystique. So you don't know when he's going to wrestle and... When he's going to, you know, make an appearance, you know, and I like that. Yeah, that's that's dope. And he knows how to just continue to make the shit fun for us. Like, if you think, like, he's working with Don over in um, uh, New Japan, but Don is also working uh, Impact. He has Impact, uh, and Pat, you know, Pat knows all about that. Because I'm sorry, Pat, I got to get on it. I got to get on it. I've been watching a lot of highlights. It's hard. It's a full-time job trying to catch all this great fucking wrestling nowadays. But he's working with them. He's doing uh, the Ring of Honor. He's working with Ring of Honor on his on his uh, to, uh, cruise, and then he's he's the ten time uh, Intercontinental Champion because he just now he's the champion over in New Japan, um, and that's bringing a lot of eyes and doing great business for him over there. And and then the, sh- the work that he was doing in WWE, fucking amazing. Some of his best work of his career, getting over a, a list, getting over a pot of plant, a pot of plant words, all types of shit. Rest in peace, Mitch. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mitch. <laughs> and then even his character growth between like his character over in New Japan and his character in WWE is two completely different characters, and and that's was also uh, dope as well. Um, how do you feel about uh, Ronda and, 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 and everything? Because I was a little iffy with Ronda at first, and I seen Sasha made a couple comments. She thought that it was unfair, and then she seen her match at uh, WrestleMania, and then she seen her title match uh, against uh, Nia Jax. Uh, I, I I think she's amazing. I think she's definitely a future champion. Oh, yeah. Ronda is awesome. Like I, am, I was skeptical as well. Um, leading into WrestleMania, I was skeptical. I'm like, ah, I don't know how this is going to go. Maybe they're rushing her. Maybe she got to do you know, a couple more matches before she's actually ready, but... 
WrestleMania, she shocked everybody and she showed everybody, hey, look, she can hang in there. And that and that's impressive for somebody who uh who never had a wrestling match prior to that. Um, I don't know how long she's been training, but to some effect to just go out there, your first match is WrestleMania and put on a show, and I'm like, wow, that's that's very impressive. Then go out there, uh, money in the bank, and then do it again or her second match. I'm like, Ronda's yeah. awesome. She took some bumps. How you feel? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't want to say I'm surprised, uh, but I I think she's she's definitely exceeded my expectations since she's come in. I was never the go way to I was never down on her because yeah. I like I just always got the vibe she loved the business and she would put one hundred percent into it. And from what I'm seeing, she actually is. And one th- you know, her and she, the the crowd's taken to her. The, like there's absolutely no denying it. It that opening uh, segment from Raw last week, again, the crowd losing their shit. And it's actually one of my favorite Raw openings in, in, in a while. Not, you know, not, oh, not, yeah. not, not, very not that we've yeah. had bad ones, but it was, it's, it's kind of Austin-esque. Like, oh, yeah. she's, she's got that quality where, like, she, you know, you piss her off and she, she yeah, the face. She, her face changes. Yeah. And then she just starts wrecking shit. Yeah. And she can turn it off and on like that. Yep. Yeah, that 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 was definitely great. That was that was a great segment. So, I didn't expect for her to do that. So. I mean, she started snapping on Kurt. <laughs> Poor Kurt, he's getting his ass whooped. <laughs> Stephanie, he's a women. Women are fucking Kurt up nowadays. He's getting his ass whooped by by Ronda. Then you got Stephanie abusing you uh, <laughs> mentally. Shit. Now, we shit on we shit on the product a lot. Uh, I feel like. Um, with wrestling and, and and Dave, let me know if I'm if I say anything incorrect. It's not necessarily what you do; it's how you do it. It's how you present it, and mm-hmm. the way they present shit is, is just be all wrong. But at the same time, um, it's a lot of wrestlers doing their thing right now. It's a lot of things going on. Um, top five right now. Top five wrestlers. Let's see if we can make a list of top five and we'll all agree on it. Um, for the best workers, I'm talking about NXT. I'm talking about Raw, SmackDown, uh, even 205 Live. Um, top five wrestlers right now. I'm gonna start the list and shout out to my man 30 Case. We're gonna hold it down for you. Um, I know how you are. I know you love lists, so I'm gonna do this list right now. Got your pin too, buddy. So uh, top five, number five. Uh, who do y'all think is the is top five? Uh, uh, or number five wor- uh, top workers right now in the company. Hmm. WWE specifically. Right. Yep, just WWE. Okay. And it could be NXT. It can be two hundred five. It can be Raw SmackDown. I mean, uh, you know, if, if I'm wrong, I would say right now number five might be Velveteen Dream. I, I I'll go with that. I like that. I like that. Why, why really, you oh man, he's he's really. Showing everybody what he can do, uh, the charisma, the, the character, his matches. I mean, he's 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 awesome. He's able to, like he said in his promo, he said he's able to get the people to to listen and, and and connect with him, you know, on so many levels. And you know, the psychology he got that down pack in the ring, and the crowd, the crowd is buying in to to Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are. I mean, John Cena even endorsed him, you know, so. He's really opened up a lot of eyes, and I really see him within the next year or two really making a big impact on Raw or SmackDown, and just on, on the main roster in general, just making a big impact. And, and just seeing him wrestle like like people that are very seasoned, Aleister Black, yeah, Tommy In, mm-hmm. Ricochet, and holding your own, actually getting responses louder than them. 
and yep. you and you were Patrick fucking Clark and from Tough Enough. Yeah. And you and you uh and shout out to uh Marjay, my OG. Um he brought this to my attention. When he came out with the Hulk Hogan um shit on, people thought that he was trying to uh be like him. When really it was kind of a low key shot because that's the person that eliminated him on fucking Tough Enough. Yeah, it's a yeah. And that's fucking ridiculous. And he I came didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. And then on the other end, he has Prince Puma's tights as well. That's like, I don't know, man. That's Sean. I guess that's Sean Michaels in his ear. Or I don't know. I don't know if it's Sean or if that's just really him doing these type of things because he had the Rick Rude thing going on with him on one side uh-huh. and Alistair on the other side. And that shit got him over. That that little little key things like that um, makes us realize how much you care and. I, I, people, do you think he should have won that ricochet match? Because I know a lot of people are up up in the air with it. I feel like I knew he was going to lose because it was Ricochet's first match, and I feel like they're doing like the Cian Amos thing with him. And Cian Amos was jobbing, but we all knew Cian was great. He was just missing that one particular thing. I don't think I don't think Velveteen is missing anything. I think Velveteen doesn't necessarily need to win. Me personally, he doesn't. I, I don't think so. No, I I don't make the comparison between him and Andrade. Mm-hmm. Just. No, just the uh, booking, I'm, like, yeah, you know. Just, because Andrade, he was just flat out losing to anybody. He wasn't in any programs. True. Every, pr- every program that Velveteen Dream has been in, he's come out looking better mm-hmm. after. So, And it, it's not to take anything away from his po- opponents, but uh, out of his three or four major programs, the bigger conversation's about him, whether he won it or not. Right. So, And he's... I said he's... A homegrown star, and that's one thing they need in NXT. As much as it's great to bring these names Period. in for the experience, mm-hmm. they do need some homegrown stars, and it, he's the biggest one they got in NXT. Right? Yeah, definitely that agree. Was, that was a good ass pick right there. I'm thinking number four. Me personally, I think I want to go with Drew McIntyre. I was on the same page. Pat, my man. <laughs> Drew is I, the I can't man. argue with that. So, the, Drew is the man. Yeah. So, even, but I actually, he was killing it in NXT. But yeah. I've actually been, I've actually been more impressed with his run on the main roster since yeah. he's been back from from injury. Like I, I've said it before. You know, I was kind of like, huh, the first time I saw him with Dolph. But they've got me sold on the whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'll just a segue. Into Raw, I please book Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre right now. Oh God! I want to see that match. Oh God! I want it. I want to see that as yes. well. Give them a good twenty minute match. Oh, they'll be awesome. They'll tear the roof down. I just love his energy. He just seems like he's really a fucking badass, and that's the the yep. realism. And he's hungry. He's yeah. definitely hungry. Even a tweet that he said, and he was like, "If you watch NXT, if you don't feel as though you're on the main roster, if you don't feel as though you have to step it up, if you don't feel as though that you have to take it to that next level, because you are lucky to be and at the, the 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 pinnacle of a professional wrestling on Monday Night Raw. What is the higher position? What is a higher position than being on Monday Night Raw? That is." So if you're on there, like you have to bring it, and he's bringing that shit. He's bringing it with his facial expressions, uh, just just how he stands behind Dolph. Like just he's got. I, I hate to say it, as great as Dolph is, it's like he's making Dolph credible, like even yeah. more oh, I agree. at this point. And Dolph is one of the best. Is definitely one of the I best workers to come about Dolph anymore. Right, right, right. Until they paired him up with Drew. Yeah, I think a lot of people felt felt that way. They lost they lost their interest with Dolph, but I think this pairing, man, just it. it Ignited a fire under him once again. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Pat, who are you thinking for like number three? I mean, we can. I mean, we can say some names, throw some shit out there, and then yeah. we can like readjust if we gotta like okay. call audibles and shit like that. Yeah, I will, I am actually gonna go with Braun Strowman on this. Ooh. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah I like. Yeah. I like Braun. Braun is. Uh, he's yeah. riding well, high I, right now. Yeah. That's why I didn't put him at number one. I don't think he's the best worker in the company. No. Sure. But. But Braun mm. is up there, definitely. Mm. I'm not mad at that. So you take a guy that, uh, he should he should have won. Um. I feel as though he should have won the title when he faced Brock. I don't feel as though he should have lost to one um, F F five. But they did a great job building him up, and then they done a great job building him up recently. Even though I don't feel as though he needs the money in the bank. He doesn't. Um, I felt like if you win the greatest, what? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. When you win the Royal Rumble, uh, don't you get a title shot? Yep. Well, yeah. So, how many people was in the Royal Rumble? Oh yeah, in that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, fifty. It's fifty. So if you win, if you win the thirty, you win the thirty, you get a title shot at Mania. <laughs> they gave him a belt though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He so if he wins the he got that belt for like you had twenty more, you had twenty more people to the mix. So if you, so let me get it straight, just to paint the picture for the for the listeners out there. Uh, we're live in two and five. We're here, Russell Cave. If you're listening, if you win the Royal Rumble, if you if you didn't know this, you're supposed to get a title shot. So if you, I'm thinking if you win the greatest Royal Rumble, which you had 20 more motherfuckers in there, so you'll probably get a title shot, right? He should have demanded a title shot then. He didn't necessarily need the briefcase. I feel like the briefcase could have went to the Miz or Joe. I didn't think Braun needed to be, especially if you built it up like the whole entire time. Oh, we gotta stop him. We gotta stop him. Then you still give it to him. But see, the thing is, it's crazy. Brock Lesnar had to be there for him to get a title shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't been there since. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it, it's crazy. I'm definitely gonna put Braun up there because I feel like Braun is a homegrown talent, and I would never yeah. thought that he would reach these heights. Like he caught the shit fast. Like he, he yeah. learned the game. I mean, for someone yeah. when he first came out with the Wyatt family, I was like. Ah. Okay, you know, let's see where he goes in. And I just kept hearing that that oh no, like they're very high on him, you know. And and I'm like, uh, I gotta see what he can do. And he blossomed out and on his own. Yeah, and he, you know, he's ma- he's managed to gain, you know, the fans' admiration, and he's managed to keep it, which is even more impressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Usually very something impressive. Something becomes hot for a couple months, and then it just that's very impressive. Get these hands. They, for, they've just done a very good job keeping him. Hot until they're ready to yeah. do whatever they plan to won do. Won the tag team titles at Mania with a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> he won the greatest Royal Rumble. He won Money in the Bank. And as I'm sitting here, and this has nothing to do with nothing, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, where, where the fuck is Cesaro and, and, and Sheamus? Where, where, where are they at? What happened? <laughs> they're at the gym. They're not the focus of the tag team feuds right now. Right so, now they're at the gym raising the bar. Right. No fun so, attended. <laughs> so since we didn't have a, a show last week, my my thoughts on the interaction between Daniel Bryan and the Bludgeon Brothers became true. Uh, I thought it was a setup for Team Hell No. And this week on SmackDown I was proven right. So I I think you the point facts. I think the plan here is at Extreme Rules, Team Hell No is winning the championships back. And then at SummerSlam, they're going to put over Sanity and, you know, hand off the tag team championships. Because then, you know, Daniel's contract is still up in the air. And then Kane has to go back to running for Mayer. Right. So, <laughs> so, then, you, so then you probably insert Cesaro, Seamus Cesaro, or 
or maybe Seamus was really injured because I heard rumors that he was injured. And yeah, but we he has a spinal stenosis, like yeah. sting and edge head. Yeah. So they don't have him doing a lot of bumps anymore. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So which is why they don't have him as a singles guy anymore. Oh, it makes sense. It makes sense. Now, um, I can see now this, we're going to have to call the audible because there's two more slots left. So we have the dream. We have Drew McIntyre. We have Braun Strowman. We got two spots left, and I got three superstars in mind. Hmm. Now, number two, I got to go with AJ Styles. That's my number one. Yeah, I would put Ma- him in number one. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't put him number Consistency one. Consistency and match quality in WWE, at least he's still second. I can't put him over Seth Rollins. Ah, mm. that that's a good. That's another yeah. good one because Seth Rollins. And he's bit, Seth is killing it night after night. Night yeah. after night, and I I'm talking about AJ Styles versus KO. Some matches were good. Some matches I just didn't really care for. I'm talking about when he was the. Uh, when he was the U.S. champion, I'm talking about those matches with the, with the with the fluke finishes. I don't know what it is with coming AJ Styles. They putting him, they giving him a lot of weird finishes. I don't know what's going on. And I guess putting him on the cover of the game kind of made us forget that. But I'm not forgetting that shit. He's been in some weird finishes. This whole Shinsuke shit, it's unbelievable. Um, I think out of all the matches that they had. Uh, the best match they had was probably one of those SmackDown matches when Shinsuke was all the way in hill mode. That was one of the best matches they had. The Mania match was, uh, it, it was, it was kind of a, it was kind of fell a little short for me. It fell a little flat, especially if you could, if you if you think about what they did over in New Japan, because obviously subconsciously you're going to compare, you're going to think like, okay, if they did this in New Japan, oh, they're gonna bring this shit over here. Here's, here's, here's the yeah. thing with with those two matches, like the match they had in New Japan. I think AJ was the heel and Shinsuke was the face. Mm-hmm. And I think here at Mania, you had two faces going at it. And a lot yeah. of times that's hard. You know, yeah, you had yeah, two yeah. good guys going at it. It's, it can be a difficult situation right there. But even still, like let's say when Shinsuke was even in NXT and he debuted and he faced Sammy, there were basically yeah. two. Even that Shinsuke, I didn't see even that Shinsuke even in when he faced AJ. Because that Shinsuke was like... That was probably the best version of Shinsuke I've ever seen in, in WWE. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. And um, if he is Hill, I still would prefer him to wrestle that style, that cocky style. Because he was cocky with the force. Yeah. But it's like, you know, take what he's doing now and add that with the wrestling. I think that's when we'll possibly get the best Shinsuke. But um, I can't put, I can't put. And the reason why I can't, because for real, for real, how important is that title when Roman Reigns and... Uh, fucking Samoa Joe is headlining over it. I can understand the red belt because it's raw. Vince, that's Vince boy, obviously. But for AJ and and Shinsuke, I don't care what the finish was. If if that's the case, then finish, then, then change the fucking finish. It don't don't have no title Roman Reigns. And Samoa Joe headlining over, over, and they went past eleven fucking eleven o'clock. Yeah, it was almost like yeah, twelve thirty. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" That was that was strange. <laughs> so for him to hold the belt, it kind of that kind of like makes me feel like the belt is, is, is devalued just a little bit. Yeah, if we're talking about a title that matters. If we're talking about the main event, if if you put Seth as the first match, like he was, uh, he was he was I think he was the first match at Mania. He was one of those he was one of those matches up there, um, for Mania. He, 
fucking killed it. The, uh, the IC title on Mania, that triple threat match was crazy. Yeah. Their match, that ladder match they had at the Greatest Warrior Rumble was crazy. That gauntlet match that was uh, 60 minutes, he went 60 minutes, he beat uh, fucking Roman and he beat John at the same time. Yeah. Fucking crazy. The match he had with Elias was a great match for Elias. One of the probably Elias' best match. The matches that he had with Dolph, crazy. The open challenge he had. Anything you put him in, any situation you put him in, this man delivers. They were going fucking insane on Monday. Yeah, I gotta he, oh, put yeah. Seth as number one. I, I, you know what? In that case, I agree because Seth Rollins, yeah. he's been on a roll since Mania. I mean, that guy's been on fire. Yes. Yeah, I think you got me convinced. So. Yeah. I mean, even it, the burn it down shit. Even when he was on the game, even when the whole situation, when they added the burn it down and to see where it's at now with the burn it down, all that shit ties in. It, it, he's just, he's really, really at that level. I think he's at the better, he's at the He's probably at the peak of his career now. And it's just strange because you're talking about somebody that cashed in um, to make a triple threat match and won the belt. And then his run with the title, it was, uh, he did, he beat everybody. But the but with the yeah. cowardly hill, his hill work was great. We all said, oh, we love self better as, he's better as a hill than a face. I can't say that anymore. I cannot say that anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know what <laughs> happened. Because I know Stone Cold was shitting on him. Because a lot of people were. A yeah. lot of people didn't like his 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 uh, face work. I don't know what happened. It just started clicking. I guess he stopped talking so much and just started working in the ring. And that's when it just went to a whole nother level. Like, I didn't think after, like, two knee injuries at that, uh, towards MCL and ACL, I, I, didn't, I didn't think he was going to be able to deliver. And to see where he is at now, he has to be number one for me. I'm going to put AJ number two just because he's fucking AJ Styles. I mean, for yeah, real, he's for phenomenal. His name, so he'll be his phenomenal name just holds too. so much weight. Just because it doesn't really matter what fuse he's in, what he's doing, he, he definitely holds weight. But I, I, I okay, do, can we agree on Seth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right, and we put AJ number two. All right. Now, I, I think I'm going to have to call an audible on this. Um, I was excited. I think I'm gonna have to take Drew off and insert Pete Dunn. I'm gonna. Have, I, I think I gotta do it. I, I and I'm trying. I, I, I know I got. You got I, the know. Pete Dunn shirt I know. On. I got Pete Dunn shirt on. Hold on. Let me get my Pete Dunn belt one time. Oh, shout shout out to while he's getting the belt. Shout out to Pete Dunn. Um, for those who saw uh, the UK tournament, Pete Dunn killed it. He put on a phenomenal match in the UK tournament. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> belts out here. Yeah, we all got the belts yeah, out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he killed it at the UK tournament. Um, shout out to everybody in the UK tournament. They killed it. They definitely they, killed it. Everybody stepped their game up. Yeah. Um, Mustache Mountain. Oh, they're fucking great. They're great. Tyler Mother. is great. Yeah. I want to say I want to put I want to put him as an honorable mention. Tyler, Tyler is definitely he he's he's a phenomenal. First of all, he's like twenty years old. That's the first thing. Second of all, oh, oh, shit. Uh, it's, oh, this is getting a little difficult. It's getting a little difficult here. We have to uh, this, this, a couple more audibles. I don't know. Okay, so let's break it down. Pete Dunn has been champion for... Well, over 400 days. Over 400 yep. days. He's only he's only second to Brock right now. Match of the year. Um, we, he, he had... They had... They had... Some type, they had match of the year, right? They had match of the year... Cause I know last year he and Tyler Bate. Yeah, yeah, last year him and Tyler Bate. Um, when we talking about like trilogy of matches before Kenny and them took it to the number four, we talking about trilogy of matches. We talking about different matches. Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunn, all different matches. Mm -hmm. Yes, 
Different style. Every match brought something different. The final match was vicious. Pete was vicious. Very. He was fucking him up. That was crazy. The Roderick Strong, Pete Dunn tag team matches. Insane. Let's talk about Roderick. Roderick Strong is amazing. He is. I I, I really want to keep Bobby Fish in my prayers because Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly... Red Dragon. Red Dragon and Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Ah, man. Um, What do you you think Roddy's really taking Bobby's place in this thing? I'm I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens when when Fish come back. (laughs) Hey, man, listen. They're having great fucking matches. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like... If I, yeah, after that ice IC title match on Monday, my number two match of the week is that six man tag from NXT this week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, I, I, I we can go on for days, but it's 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 difficult. But it's so much going on because Pete is doing his thing. 400, 400 day head match of the year. Um, he's kind of. I said he, he he was to me. He was on some Ric Flair shit. With this, with this belt, because when they had nothing to do, he wasn't just sitting around. He basically has the he has he has the best contract as far as if you really want to work, if you want to put in the work, if you really want to grind. Basically, Adam Cole is doing the shit that Pete. Pete's doing. Adam Cole is going to Indies facing top star. Pete Pete faced Will Ospreay. He didn't he didn't face uh, Marty. He didn't face. Um, uh, 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 the guy that the guy that was that they dropped the ball with, uh, with with, with a, a thousand titles, I can't think of his uh, Austin, Austin Aries. Aries. Austin, Austin Aries. Aries. He faced Austin Aries. Um, that was history. A WWE title facing um Impact title. Uh, facing a uh a, a IWGP uh champion, active champion, because he was uh Will was a junior champion when, yeah. when he faced him. Um, he's been facing everybody, people we don't know. He's been he's been taking that belt and going and, and going the across world. the world with it. And just getting getting better, and and even like coming back full circle, because in that year of time where they were supposed to do the show the first time and it didn't happen, he they spent the whole year traveling with the belt, and then still doing uh, debuting on Raw in in the UK, um, basically being on takeovers, basically being on NXT tapings, basically being on the Indies. He's been really putting in that work. And the last person I could think of that really was doing that was Ric Flair, taking that title and going all over the world with it. So I, that's what I said uh, episodes ago. So I definitely feel as though Pete deserves to replace Drew. How do y'all feel about that? Yeah, I agree. I, I can agree with that. Now, for but, I, but you know what? I would just, I'd, just put, I'd put Pete above Braun. You put Pete above Braun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would move him up to three. Three, I yep. would, I would definitely agree. Braun at number four. Now, how y'all feel about Adam Cole? Does Adam Cole deserve to be number five over the Dream? Uh, uh, personally, no, no, I can't. I no, I can't do it. You don't think so? I can't do it. But he's right up there with the Dream, though. I'm trying to think. All right. Well, how about this? I would want to put the Dream over Braun right now. That's that's me personally. You put the Dream over Braun. I'll put the Dream over Braun. Just because he's delivering match 
character wise, storyline wise. And he stays in character. Yeah, he stays in character. The minute he, um when he went and did uh, the um the tour over there, um they did a UK tour, I believe, when they went over there and wrestled with the concert and stuff. Yeah. And he was in character with the crowd, dressing yeah. up and everything. I'm like, I mean, he stays in character. This is see, this is tough. Because, it, it, it's yeah. tough because Adam. I think the more we analyze it, the more problematic this will become. Yeah, now we're really <laughs> analyzing it. Like, wait a minute. All right, this, is my, this is my last one. This is my last one. <laughs> Drew McIntyre, he was in WWE. Mm-hmm. People knew him. He reinvented himself, went on the indies. He came back. He won the title. When he won the title, that energy was immediately snatched from him because Adam fucking Cole came out there, super kicked that man, had the entire arena saying Adam Cole, baby. Even even the UK shit. If you watch, if you see the UK shit, they made him say it multiple say it twice when the match was over. <laughs> He's in the fucking UK, like yeah. with the with the belt, and he's supposed to be a hill. And he looked like the biggest face in the world. Yeah. That that night, he comes. He takes. He takes Drew's thunder. Then he he's the leader of of the arguably the the best faction, is the strongest faction in WWE. When you got uh, Bobby Fish that's injured, but Bobby Fish, you got a Red Dragon, you got Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly electric guitar movement alone <laughs> is, is more over than anything. Um, shout out to Matt Stymax for making that video for me, by the way, because you mentioned Kyle O'Reilly. Awesome, shout out to Matt. Guitar. Shout out to Matt. <laughs> so that's, that's amazing. Adam Cole is the king of uh, fractions. Yeah. Or factions, I'm sorry, fractions. Yeah, fractions. fractions. <laughs> yeah, man. He's the king of man. But uh, yeah. no, uh, uh, of groups. You know, Future Shock with Kyle O'Reilly, um, Bullet Club, um, The Kingdom, you know, um, oh God, I, I can't think of the guy's names that was in the, uh, the Kingdom, but he was part of the Kingdom and Ring of Honor. Yeah. Undisputed. And era. to bring that, and, and he didn't even know he was going to be in Undisputed, he didn't even know he was going to work work with those guys, and to do what they did, he, Adam Cole's been making history since he's been here. Yeah. Never ever in in NXT history has a person that won the NXT title, which is one of the most prestigious belts in WWE or in the world of professional wrestling in general. Never ever has a one that is basically a coordination when you win the fucking NXT title. When he, when when Drew won the title, he got fucking super kicked, and he was an afterthought because the whole fucking arena was screaming Adam Cole, baby, when the fuck he went out. We didn't even know what we we didn't even know what we were seeing. We didn't even know we witnessed. We didn't even know like they were going to be together or nothing because remember, Red Dragon came out there early and fucked everybody up. We yeah, didn't expect yeah, to see. Yeah, Adam didn't come out until later. It came yeah. out later. After that, what did he do? Adam went, took some L's to Alistair. They were building Alistair up. And, it, and it, this plays a part. Yeah. They're building Alistair up. Alistair beat every last one of them um, in, in Undisputed Era, basically. Um, and then a pay-per-view came around called War Games. Adam Cole, one of the standout stars in that match. That was history. That was another, that was another history to me. Number two, War Games. That match was fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Yes. Insane and overshadowed whatever. What I don't even remember off the top of my head what other matches that was going on. Um, it, it was I don't the know night it, Andrade won the championship actually. It was yeah yeah. That was the night yeah, McIntyre got injured. Yep. Um, I don't know if it'll top the night um, Ember Moon won the championship finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dream against Aleister Black was on that card. That was a, a oh yeah that, that that was, was fire. that was my match of the the night right along with War Game. Yeah yeah, yeah definitely. So that's history number two. 
I was on a floor in New Orleans when I seen that ladder match. And when wow. Adam Cole whew, grabbed that fucking title, I thought <laughs> it was a part of the reason why I lost my voice. Because I felt as though he was going to win it. Why? Because when he debuted... He super kicked, stole the thunder. He wasn't the champion. He was more important than him winning that belt. I'm sorry. When he went the War Games, that War Games match was the was the shit. That shit was something completely different. I've it's the best War Games match I've probably all time. Um, the the older ones, I don't mean to disrespect the older <laughs> shit, but I didn't get that excitement. I didn't feel that energy in the older ones. It was a lot of slower pace. They took the top off, made it a little bit differently. Adam Cole with the Adam Cole baby at the top. For him to take that bump, that suplex, woo Stand out, stand out. I was I would say out of all the war games, I mean this the, the newest one was was a great war games, great mm-hmm. one. War and I told a lot of people SA and Mark because I said, watch the War Games '92. And that one's just, that's right up there with this war game. Mm-hmm. I think that was, in my opinion, the, the best one. And I'm gonna tell you about it real quick. I'm just name off the guys that was in there. Uh, you had a Dangerous Alliance, which was I mean, you had Paul Heyman and Medusa there as the managers. You had Steve Austin. You had Bobby Eaton. You had Larry Sabisco. You had uh, Rick Rude, Arn Anderson on one team. I mean, and then uh, you had Sting Squadron, which was Sting, Nikita Koloff, Ricky Steamboat, Barry Windham, and Dustin Rhodes. Like the names alone, right there, that it was an all star. It was a bloodbath. It was a, so much blood. I mean, if you if you're a fan of blood in wrestling, watch that match. But check it out on the network. Yes, yeah, on the network. Check it out. But uh, yes, this war games with Adam Cole and Undisputed Era was great. It really was. Now he's the North American champion, which is history number three. Wait, and top it off, he wrestled again that night in the tag match. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And that was, and that was, and that when when is every when is anybody ever double up? Even though they put him out, put him out of commission, but when is everybody double up like that? That I mean, I, I gotta, yeah, I Dolph gotta. Ziggler's done double duty quite a bit. Oh, you did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a few years ago at this point, but there were a lot of instances where he was doing like two matches on a pay per view card. I don't remember why exactly, but even and I think, um, I think what was the pay per view? It just happened when he was talking to somebody, and um. He wasn't on it. Oh, it, it was the uh, it was it was the last takeover, and he yeah. and he and he just was uh, going at it with somebody on the pre-show, and and Adam was in character. You talk about somebody that's in character all the time. Um, you talk about someone that uh, is making history on a consistent basis. In my Booker T basis, in a consistent basis, this man, <laughs> I, I got I I have to I, I we we we're gonna have to d- agree to disagree on number five. I cannot put uh the dream over adam fucking cole because the dream and adam cole they're both getting the some of the loudest responses and the people that adam cole are facing all top guys even even the guys that he's not even the guys that he they're not necessarily top guys he's still being able to put them over get get them good matches and get their name out there a little bit more and what he's doing with the title i definitely feel that what he did in war games i definitely feel that him taking that energy um, when, when he debuted, I definitely feel that I would have to say, um, I would definitely possibly put him over the dream. Cause the only thing the dream has done is basically maintain that, maintain that momentum, taking those losses. That's the thing. And being so deep into that character, I feel like he is my honorable mention, the dream as far as that, um, 
That's that's how I feel with Adam. And I think Johnny deserves to be on there somewhere as well. It's so hard to do a top five oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny and Tom- Tomasa, they're just in a, in a class of their own. Yeah. Right now, I, right I, now they're... I deliberately kind of avoided <laughs> discussing them. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we, let, let, but let's, let's discuss... Let's discuss when... Johnny Gargano versus Cian Amos. Probably one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. I, I actually said that was the... Before this Kenny Omega and Okada match, the last one, I actually said that was the greatest match I've ever seen. When we, we was in Philadelphia and we were... I, I was there. That energy was something else in the room. The story that they were telling and everything that was going on. Even from the beginning, when he kept taking losses to him. Kept taking losses to him. You always think he's going to get it. It's like... I, He's he's the, he's the new Daniel Bryan to me. He's he's he has you. People were actually le- legitimately crying when when um when he when uh, Champa turned on him. And if you oh, yeah. and if you think back to their matches in the um in the Cruiserweight Classic, um I knew that they were going to be uh, when they when they split those guys up. I knew it was going to be some shit. I had no idea they were going to be headlining over over a title over over the yeah. NXT belt. Yeah. That never happened. And they're yeah. doing it on a consistently basis. Yeah. Johnny. Johnny has headlined every takeover this year, and obviously the first one was for the NXT title. But after that, it's always been Johnny. Yeah, and closing the show. Cian Amis matches with Champa. I mean, it's kind of hard to be Aleister Black when you're as great as you. You're yeah. great. You're great. You have the interest. You got the look. You got the story. You know how to talk. You carry yourself like a champion. You're coming up in Johnny Gargano's era right now. Like this yeah, shit is, it, like it's just I, tough. I feel bad for the guy because it's just like he's the champion at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, because because they're the the Johnny Tommaso program merits being above the championship, and I am one who does not like the championship match not closing the show. Yeah, but the, there are exceptions, and this is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Dave, how you feel? Oh yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, it's, it's like how you, you always ask yourself, how can you top the first match? Yeah, and then he went out there it. and he did it. And you know the, the feud is now over, so you know how's the third? The if it's the final match, how's it going to end? How's and, the, how are you going to top this one? Right. And and I and I've said this before. It made it hard for me to get into Shinsuke and and um AJ's uh last man standing. Yeah, it made it very hard. Very hard because what I just seen the night before, and I'm not trying to compare the two, even with even with New Japan. If Dave, Dave, if I if I feed you chicken salad, what are you gonna say? <laughs> you gonna ah, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. If I give you chicken shit, the it, hell is this? Am I am I comparing <laughs> it to? Are you comparing it to? You can't. Okay, you can just naturally tell the difference. You can tell the difference, and that's what I'm saying. When I'm watching AJ Styles and Shinsuke match, I'm like, yo. This shit is lacking. Yo, they could have been in the crowd. They could have been. They could have been in the back. They could have did some other shit. I and, mean, and and, and 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 the thing is, I know AJ and Shinsuke. They try to turn chicken shit into chicken salad. They yeah. try, and and they, and they, and they, they did. I just, the ending of the match, honestly, I was like, uh, it could have been a lot better than that. Yeah, you know, it, it could have been a lot better. Let's but... talk about the ending of Johnny and Champa. Oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> Even with the, the spitting on the yes, ring, the that, wet that, ring. Oh that, was, that was like the cherry on top of the whole thing. That he took the ring off and more, he spit on. Just, oh. Wait, who? They just Tommaso keeps thinking of more demented shit to do. And right. That 
that's awesome. <laughs> and then uh, and then Johnny realizing the ring is not on his hand and storytelling. Oh my gosh. Yep. And blinded by rage, he cost himself the match. Where the fuck was the ref when this shit was going? Well, I think Johnny I, had knocked him down. I, I went off about the refs a few weeks ago. Right, right, right. right. You know, yeah. Doing whatever. Like, it's like, yeah, it's insane. Like, yo, that ending was crazy. The DDT. And then even even the storytelling. Because he's like, yo, I beat Johnny with my hands tied around my back. Yeah. That's oh, facts. I love that line. I love That's that facts. line. That's facts. And, and people, uh, people, listeners out there, because I heard a couple. I, I see you. I see you in the comments. Give it some time. People are like, oh, well, Champa is not the number one heel uh, without Johnny. First of all, he, when the last time has a man came out to no fucking music? His music is booze from the crowd. Unfortunately, I think the answer to that question is our truth. Our truth. That's yeah, right. Uh, yeah. The tr- he would the, just the say the truth, truth will set, set you free. free. <laughs> and he just, but that was, he was getting to that level at one point. Yep. He was yeah. getting that momentum as a heel. And it just, you know, it was during the Cena era and yeah. just couldn't get, you know, but hey, but yeah, Champa with, with no, uh, with no music. After, after tearing your ACL and being out for that long and coming back and doing what you're doing. Oh man, it's just, it's just insane. Even with the shit with, even when he said with Alistair, just the whole ordeal where, you know, Alistair whole thing is he's 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 he, he's basically a, a, a disciple of the, of the demon. If you look at everything about Alistair, dark as shit. Look at his Instagram, everything dark. Look at the candles, dark. He rises up like he's coming from the dead. It's dark, and he tells him, "Hey, hey, watch your mouth there, cause you're face to face with the devil." And that's a real shit. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly who the fuck the psycho killer is. Is it, it? It's insane, and I and I know they're gonna have a fucking great match. And, and for those people in the comments who have said, you know, we don't know how good a heel he's gonna be until we see how he is in other programs. Well, basic Tommaso incorporated those comments into his promo on Wednesday. Is you know, yep. what have where have you been on the card as NXT Championship, and where have I been on the card? <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He said, uh, what did he say? Uh, I can't remember the, the line exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, but it was basically a dig that you haven't closed the show. Yeah, yeah, once, yeah. And I've been, you know, fell flat or something. You field. fell flat or you feet fell yeah. flat. Some, some to that line, but in that, in that effect, um, you you're right. He was saying like basically I've been headlining. Yeah, that's some real, that's some real shit. It's like insane. How would you feel up there? What can you say in the ring at that time? Like it's facts. And then he did him with the little yeah, that, the, that, the that, that is yeah. priceless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And he sat down like him too with the, with the whole ordeal as well. Uh huh. That was fucking. That was fucking crazy. And just for him to um. Not sell his shirt on merch. Like, I want the fucking shirt. Can I have the shirt, please? <laughs> I love that. You know, he don't want nobody to buy the shirt. No. That, that, that's crazy. <laughs> so I'm going to have to, like, make it myself and, and, like, just just to get it. Even with, um, even his shirt that he wore against that match when he, when he, when he, uh, that, that graphic that he had of him and Johnny, that was, that oh, was pretty gosh, awesome. Oh, gosh, that was great. That was, that was awesome as well. Um, I know, man. NXT is just on another on another planet. Um, I know, Pat. You were vocal about this a little bit earlier. Your thoughts about uh, NXT going to um, FS One? But how do you how do you feel about that? Do you think Vince will have control or Triple H will continue? So I 
think going to a network at first, Triple H would still have control of the show, but for NXT to be on a network of any kind, ultimately, they ha they have to answer to what TV executives want, and I feel that if NXT isn't performing viewership-wise in a way that they see fit, mm -hmm. Vince will basically have to put his hands in there right. to tweak it and make it more like Raw or SmackDown, which I don't want. So I would much rather just have NXT stay as a spec, like just as something for the network. So that's really my thought on it. Just, How you feel, uh, Dave? Uh... I would love it for it to stay on the network. It just it has that special feel to it, just being on the network. Uh, but put it on FS... Oh, what is it going to be on? FS1? FS1. Yeah. I mean, if they keep it at one hour, I would love it. But if it goes to two hours, I think it will end up being just like Raw and SmackDown. You know? And I think Triple H, the way they have it now, the reason why NXT is so great is because it's one hour. And I know a lot of people say, oh, it needs to go to two hours. No, no keep it, it at one matter. hour. You don't oversaturate your, your, your talent. You know, it, you know, every time you see them, you know, for one hour a week, you know, it got that special feel to them when you see them the following week or two weeks later. And if they can keep that on FS1, they'll be in good hands. But if it, uh, I think if it goes to two hours and I think Victor Man puts his hand in it, it's going to end up being like SmackDown and Raw. And that's something I don't think NXT should be like at this time. Yeah, and just one more thing. It's it's well established since you know WWE is a publicly traded company. Uh, it costs more money to run NXT. Yeah. Uh, so, I the other concern I would have is like okay, the rating now they're looking at television ratings. Right, the ratings for the show suck. We lost thirty two million dollars on NXT last year. Why are we doing this anymore? Like they they have to have a farm system of some kind. But they're like okay, we just won't produce it as a TV show anymore. I don't think that will happen, but it it is a valid concern. If they let's just say they're not even getting one million viewers, yeah. Then they, I think they did well um, when they was on because when they when they had uh, NXT on television. Oh, uh, that, that well, Christmas well, that special. was that was a completely different one. That was like the competition NXT. That wasn't the incarnation of NXT. We had. Oh, you yeah. you talking about it was on Sci-Fi Network? I yeah. Think? Yeah, yeah, that was when they was doing a competition. And... Yeah, just now, at this point, when they did the Christmas, instead of having, like, one of those, they put NXT on there. NXT did, like, I think, like, oh, quote me, but I think it was around, like, two, I want to say it was over, like, two million. It was, it, I they did, they did, or they, I, I did, they did, ex, they did extraordinary because well. Because struggles to get two million nowadays. What, what did they do? What did they, I, I'm, I'm looking at the right think now. They, I think they actually did, like, 800,000. I don't think they broke a million. Let me see what they did. Let me see what they did. But while, but while I'm looking up these stats on this, how y'all feel about that six man tag? But I know you said you uh, you you enjoyed that, right? Yeah, uh, my <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about it. Yeah, it's but too it is hard. My, it's too it, hard to call it, shit. It, it, honestly, I didn't... It, it was my number two match of the week mm -hmm. uh, because I haven't seen the UK tournament. Everybody, uh, after that intercontinental title match from Monday. It was my number one, but then I watched Raw after NXT. Wait, is this the one from down. the NXT show, or is it one from the U the first night of the UK tournament? The, no, um, nothing NXT. From UK. Oh, because it is for yeah, NXT. Yeah. I didn't see NXT this week yet. I didn't get a chance to uh, try to check it out tonight when I get home. Yeah, it was it was um, which yeah. undisputed era versus uh, what's it called Ricochet and Mustache Mountain. You're oh. right. You're right, though, Pat. You're right. Uh, I was way off. They uh, they did eight hundred. Eight hundred and forty-one thousand, which oh, is oh wow, I was close. <laughs> that was, but that's that's really really good. 
for for a brand that that people if you don't watch kind of lives on the internet yeah that lives on the internet and they don't put that much money a lot of a lot of the triple h was saying um a lot of their promotion just comes off of just social media they don't put out any they, they sell out basically the same arenas as is uh raw and, and smackdown yeah. off of just you know social media yeah and it's just like and that's where it's kind of like and they go on tours it's kind of hard it's like well how are they not drawing money if they're selling out the same venues at the same, you know what I mean? And they're going on tours as well. You can go to live NXT shows. As, also, I don't know. Maybe it's the contracts that they're giving certain people or certain indies uh, or certain stars coming up. Like, I, I would think Ricochet would have a, a nice contract. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's what they're doing. Um, so, so, I don't know. But that, that six-man tag was... Was amazing. I mean, Ricochet. I mean, what could you say about Ricochet? He's the one and only, right? One you and know only. What I mean, and and until until Will Ospreay walks to that door, <laughs> <laughs> then they gotta uh, you know continue their their, their rivalry. Now, um, how y'all feel about KO position right now? Um, I think that he should be face at this point. What do you think? Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I like, like him in Braun. I, 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 I like, like him. In him I like him being the character he is now. I don't see the need to turn him babyface. No, no, no. But, I feel like. Same character, but just targets different. Like the whole, like he, you know, not saying he needs to change anything about him. More so of just changing the, his opponents. Because I, I like the shit that's going on with him and Braun. I actually like the tag match between. Um, oh, I love that tag match. That was fun. That was that was definitely you know, fun. I, I, I was actually saying this to myself a month ago. I said KO. I didn't, you know, prior to Sami Zayn getting injured. I said I could see those two becoming a, a face team by SummerSlam, and uh, but with Sami out. Um, I can see KO eventually turn in face. It, it may not be long term, but I think he'll do well. I think he'll keep the same mentality, but just you know he'll just be working as a face. Mm-hmm. Now I, speaking of Sammy, Sammy's out. Rotator cuffs. I think both of them again. Both, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Poor Sammy, I, man. Yeah. I I said this in the group. I think this might wind up being a blessing in disguise for the guy, especially after that atrocious Bobby Lashley. That was horrible. Oh yeah. Right, I did. Uh, I just think it might wind up being for the best. Get him off TV for a while. And you know, while we're on that subject, I'm glad to see they've finally started to turn this Bobby Lashley thing around. Yeah. Now they're just... Spirit they're, the shit out of yeah, somebody. They're going with Bobby being a badass and wanting to you know, wanting to go for Brock. That's what I wanted when they resigned yeah. him. Is he going over Reigns? I, I think he might. They've, they've been going with this story where Roman's losing these big matches. So I I think there's a chance that Bobby will win this. I just think the way how WWE is right now, I think they're going to have Roman win and have have him face Brock for the 10th time this year. Um, But I want Bobby Lashley to win because it's different and the fans want to see Bobby Lashley against Brock Lesnar. I think that's a dream match. Uh, Both of them, they match each other's styles. So, um, hopefully, I mean, that's where it goes for SummerSlam. Pete. Even, even Pete agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right. Yeah. Um, nice job, Pete. Team Hell No. You said you seen that coming. Yes. How did you feel about the moment? It kind of reminded me. Was it like gold, Golden Lovers-esque a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a feel-good moment. Yeah. Uh, but I guess since I, you know, since I saw it coming, you know, I... I wasn't like, oh my god, oh my god, Kane's here. <laughs> Dear God Almighty, but, it's Kane. It's gotta be Kane. But it's 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 something for tired of Kane on my TV. It's, it's something for you know Daniel to do in the meantime while he's 
not in any yeah his contract you're trying to feel like if he's all in or not right are you all in on WWE? I mean, his contract yeah. expires September first, right? Yeah, the day of all. The day of so, all. In. So he can't do that. No. Way. Oh, but no, I, I think Team Hell No. I mean, it works. It works. Yeah. Yeah. It works. I, I just, me personally, I think they should have um, waited another week or so. Um, continue to beat down. Yeah, just continue to beat down for another week. You know, have them beat up uh, Daniel Bryan for another week, and yeah, then next did, week they just come out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? It's it's because that pay per view is in. I think what, it's the weekend weeks? after next. Yeah. So they had. I think they had to get Kane on TV to facilitate this and get it going. Speaking of coming out of nowhere, poor Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, moment of silence for Shinsuke Nakamura. Because <laughs> me, he's dead to me, at least for now. I can't think of one superstar or one megastar to debut and come to WWE and get six opportunities at a title match and fucking lose. And then he gets into another title situation and gets bit by a motherfucking police dog. <laughs> we don't know what was started. Maybe he kicked another dog in the nuts. <laughs> it's a shame, man. Like I had, you know, I had high hopes for Shinsuke. But then again, you got to know who's running the company, right? It's just, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's, it's just the main crazy. roster curse, you know, when he was on NXT, he was beyond awesome. I mean, he was taking yeah. the world over, you know, when he was on NXT and, and it, I understand, I, I get their logic, you know, to a point where they're doing Shinsuke and they want to bring more personality out, which is fine with the Hill gimmick, you know, the, you know, him not speaking, he says, no yeah, no speak English and, and I like, they changed their theme song and stuff. So I, I'm loving what they're doing with that, but it's just the storyline move, you know, it, it, I think it's killed his momentum a lot. And like you said, he's not winning the title, you know, not going 0 for 6. That's bad. That's bad. Don't put him in a fucking title match six times. I thought I, I knew it was bad when he when he lost the gender. That, that was a job to gender. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. <laughs> he was not established as a champion. He was jobbing. Yeah. They separated. He he won the title. He 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 actually got the number one contendership on some fluke on a fluke win. But then he beat Randy when Randy should have never lost from Bray because he's in he's in limbo and he got a tag team title. If you ask me, because that shit is dead, but I don't even want to talk about Raw anymore. <laughs> but let's talk about I, something else that's so dead. I do oh, go ahead. No, no, please, Pat, please. You only speak facts, please. <laughs> so uh I I mentioned this going into Money in the Bank, how you don't book a storyline where you have an opponent who supposedly can't get their finisher on somebody else then have them do it before the pay-per-view mm-hmm. and that's what they wound up doing with Ronda and Nia Jax she got yeah. the arm bar on her six days before their match however <laughs> NXT was telling the same exact story at the time between Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan and uh, Alistair couldn't get the black mass on him they waited until the match, and lo and behold, he finally got it on him and beat him. Yep. But so it took that, him a that's how, Yes. But what I'm saying is they told that story the way it's supposed to be told. It's like, okay. He can't beat him. Okay. Yeah. Nia's tapping out uh, six days before the show. Okay. Yeah. Just from Just a storyline standpoint. Okay, stupid. I know Ronda can beat her. <laughs> I mean. And they were doing the same thing with the, with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Everybody climbing up, grabbing it. It was like, all right, now we know you're not going to win it. You know, because you had the Miz grab it or you had Finn Bella grabbing it. I don't want to see that six days or two weeks before the pay-per-view. That was yeah. weird. Yeah, everybody's Why? grabbing it. And they're just basically telling you, well, this person's not going to win it. 
what I understand is, and I'm glad you said that because this Oscar shit is, is it, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. You made her lose the streak for no apparent reason. Granted, if she was gonna lose the streak, the person to lose it to is Charlotte. But what my what my thing is, and and I'll this is my last time I'm gonna say this, Dave, because I've been saying this a long time. Um, I feel as though Camilla could have came out, could have cashed in. Um, Oscar could have did the damage. She could have rolled out of the ring. She could have hit her with that nut ass kick. Could have pinned Charlotte. She could have won the title. Charlotte could have came out, tried to get a rematch clause. Charlotte looking strong. Iconic duo could have came out, fucked up Charlotte. That could have ended that. Charlotte could have lost the belt. Someone like Carmella that doesn't deserve that belt. I'll say it again. That doesn't deserve that belt. I'll fucking say it again. She does not deserve that belt. She doesn't put on. I don't think she's. she put on good matches. She definitely can't lead a match. For you to be a champion once upon a time, you were the you were the guy or you were the girl. You led, you led the matches, you were the best. The best had the belt. Why does AJ Styles have the belt? Because he's the best. Period. On that, on that brand, he's if not the best, one of the best. Why does she why does she deserve to sit across from the phenomenal AJ Styles as a champion? Why? I get it. Hills, not I get all the other all the other shit. But she was supposed to drop that belt to Oscar. You why why can she say she beat Oscar and beat Charlotte? What have she done to deserve that? The way I would have did it, I mean, and Ellsworth couldn't still in this time I would have booked the match. I would have had Ellsworth still interfere, yeah. had the referee distracted with Ellsworth, had the iconic duo come out, beat the holy hell out of Oscar, yeah. beat her down, just yeah. beat the living shit out of her, and then have uh and yeah. then have Carmella win. Or they could have just did a count out. I yeah. mean, that would have saved her as well. How long are you going to stare at, the, stare at your, yourself in the mirror? Like, if you were NXT, you would have been fucked them up. Like, yeah. you would have did something. Like, how long are we going to stare at them just to get that nut-ass kick and get pinned for the one, two, three? I don't understand why they do the things that they do. Like we said earlier, we said, I don't know if we said it on another show, episode that we just did before this. But, like we said, it's not necessarily... What you do, it's how you do it. Yeah. And that kind of kills her character. You made her lose the streak is one thing. Then you made her feel so, oh, oh my God, who is that under there? Who is that under there? No, you're still in a match. Turn around. How long you going to look? Yeah. Or oh, at least see who it is. Rip the mask off. He takes it off himself. Next thing you know, she turns around. Why you turn around now? Why you ain't clocking to do something? You just turn around and kick one, two, three. They could they could have gimmick it. They could have had Carmella use for which they don't do in wrestling no more. But she could have used a foreign object or the cat Ellsworth hit her with something to knock her out. Something to make it sense like okay, yeah, I, it took this to be Oscar, not a, just a super kick, but it should have been something hit her with anything. It's still chair. I wouldn't even call it a super kick. I would just say it's just, kick. just a kick. It's just a kick. It looks like a, if you look at it, if you really, really look at it. I hate to be this guy. But if you really, really look at the shit, the whole foot doesn't even connect with the face. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It's a this... fabulous kick. Oh, my God, <laughs> bro. F-A-B-U-L-O-U. I think Carmella's best match was on NXT, and I think it was against, I want to say, Bailey. And this is this when they were setting up for Asuka against Nia Jax. But I think Bailey and Carmella had a match. And uh, that was Carmella's best match because she showed, hey, I can wrestle. And she, I mean, she, it was decent. It was a decent match. But I think that was her best match she had so far. Thanks for saying the B word because I think that's worth ma- making a comment on real quick. <laughs> Bailey and Sasha. I'm so, tired. 
So this... Seven I, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. But it is flat out a case of too little, too late. Yes. That it's. That I'm all for long-term storytelling, but this has just gone on entirely too long. Yes, and entirely. It, it, I, when they finally brought this back up, like, I I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't. It, too little, too late. I, I like the belly beatdown. I, I, I do I like, like that. It. it just it happened almost six months too late. But the thing about the belly beatdown is if she comes out the normal belly again, it was a fucking waste of time. If she comes out with the same bullshit, with the same little side curly, little ponytail, and she has the little, they, they come up when she comes out, and she's all in the crowd. <laughs> if that was a waste, when you have someone that's naturally an asshole, which is Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. you should have had her do, do the shit. Because it makes sense. Yeah. To make her still get that love, to get that real genuine love. Well, the belly cuss as well. She told Sasha, you ain't shit. Yeah. Like, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> but if yeah. you come out, come out with all black this time. And don't come out with none of those. That shit doesn't need to come up in the air anymore. Come out with all black. Come with your hair down. Let's change it up a little bit. That's what I'm saying. If you don't do that, I'm going to feel like it was a missed opportunity. But I'm, I'm trying to see where they're going with this. Because yeah. they're going to go to therapy next week, both yeah. of them. And yeah. I'm like... I, I, don't, I don't think they... I, I'm not sold that it's not a heel turn yet. They, they should rumble with therapy. I, I think she might have just lost, lost it. Lost it, yeah. I think she just lost but it. But if they were smart, make it a heel turn. Get her over. I'd rather see Sasha as a hill right now. I do rather see Sasha as a hill as well, but it's a different dynamic. Like when Dean comes back, this is the perfect time for Dean to come back. Seth is red fucking hot as a baby face. Mm-hmm. Dean should come back and fuck him up. Team up, help him out, yeah. and, then, and then do the classic hill turn. No. No, you think you should just come out? Just come out and attack him. Bad. Like I need to see blood. I need to see. But you would need a. There has to be a reason why he would tackle. Because remember, they, I feel like the reason is. Listen, man. You've been out here on video games. You've been out here with different tag team partners. You've been out here with the IC belt. I had the IC belt. I wasn't headlining. I wasn't just standing the third. I wasn't put in a position. You always was put in a position before me. You always got the opportunity before me. And I was better than you. The standard third. I held I held the US title for, you know, he held it for like a year. Regardless. But he could regardless of how he defended it, he's it's still a stat. I held it for a year. Yep. I was the IC champion. I held it down. I had the standard third. Blah zay, blah. I faced Brock. I faced da-da-da-da. I wasn't even gone for a, a week. And you had a new tag team partner. And you were a tag team champion. You know what I'm saying? Now you got something that I want. I want the IC belt. I want that spot. That's it. It's right then and there. Or he don't have to say shit. Don't even say nothing. Don't even, because he's great as a promo. Don't even give him nothing. Just be silent about it. Just be mystique about it for a couple weeks. Let us think, like, damn, why is he, why why did he fuck Zeph up? Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It just makes perfect sense for them to do it again and do it where they switch, they switch and swap it. That's why I feel like if they're going to do the Sasha and Bailey shit, Yes, I prefer to see Sasha as the hill, but we did get to see that before. If you're going to have her yeah. cursing on television, go all the way in. Don't put it in second gear and then shift back to the first. Put that bitch full throttle. Make her come out all black. Make I want to see what they're going to do with this, this, this therapy session. Are they going to do the same as Team Hell no? Dr. Shelby got to come in. If he's not a part of this, then I don't, it's a waste of time. And who was the other guy? I know they fired him. Who was that other dude in the in the class with them? Oh, oh! I forget his name. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I, 
I can't think of his name either, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but you have to do that. Like, I don't know. It, it just can't. Like, I feel like they're going backwards when they're doing a the whole therapy. I think the therapy should have been first and then going to this whole, we don't like each other. The therapy didn't work out. So we had to beat, beat the shit out of each other in the ring. Who called the therapy session? Like, Kurt Angle. <laughs> Kurt Angle did. If you don't go to therapy, you're fired. I'm like, uh, yeah. Why? Why do they he have to go to therapy? Going with Bailey. But why do they have to go to therapy? <laughs> why? Why? Because, according to Constable Corbin and via Stephanie McMahon, Raw is falling apart because the tag teams are in chaos. You you got Sasha and Bailey having problems. And... Since when they gave a fuck about female tag teams? <laughs> the Riot Squad is taking over, apparently, according to Kurt Angle. They're taking over, and we need all the women on the roster to team up and so to stop them. That's what Kurt Angle is pretty much was saying on Raw. To give a real answer, though, it would be it would be way cool. But I mean, no, no, I'm I'm just I'm saying from WWE standpoint, they gave a shit about way cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was a women's even though there was no women's tag team division, they were all in with them for a few years. I just then, want them to be consistent, whatever they choose to do. Yeah, because there's a lot of it's inconsistent, random shit going on that I just. What what is Finn doing? Off the top of my mind, I can't I can't even think of what what, what he's doing. What do they have a team? I feel like they they trying to have a few. Finn with Corbin. Like Corbin, yeah. <laughs> but then, but this how they had the match: they did, uh, Strowman and um and and Ko against Finn and Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they try to build a match between the two guys and. Uh, Constable Corbin versus First of all, I hate that name, Constable Corbin. Yeah. It just sounds it sounds stupid as shit. <laughs> it do. I kind of like it, though. I like, <laughs> think about it. It does. <laughs> it definitely sounds stupid as shit. But it fits you know him perfectly. But what pissed me off about Finn, or what, what they not doing with Finn, they killed, they killed off the demon. Yeah. They've had no program for him to merit the demon coming out. Yeah. That yeah. fought out. They just, he's never had that one big program. Yeah, and then that's the thing. That's a shame because NXT. I mean, they always build a program for the superstar. Corbin doesn't make me want the demon to come no. out. <laughs> he's a superstar, though. He's treated like nothing, basically. In a nutshell, I mean, he's he's nothing at this point. He's non-existent. I remember when I was at Mania and I seen all these people lining up. I was like, oh shit, it's about to happen. It's about to go down. This is his first, because I always dreamed about this years in the making. Like, all right, the demon coming out at Mania. And I'm actually at the opportunity to be here. And he's facing for the IC title. I'm like, you know, Seth, they could have played off Seth injuring him. They could have played off of him keep losing to Seth. Because he, he keeps losing. He keeps getting, like, right there. And Seth just always, like, Seth just jumped up, climbed up to the, and he just get it. He was just, yeah. he yeah. was just always, he'd be a little step ahead. So I'm thinking one day he was going to snap and go to that dark place. Never happened. He came out with the with, with, with all the different colors and the all pride, the other stuff. The pride colors, the pride stuff. Yeah. And I respect I respect gay people. I, I have uh gay friends. Some of the some of the best relationships I have is with gay people. I, I have nothing against gay people. I was underwhelmed by by seeing all those people. Your first thing you're thinking, last time you seen uh Finn with pe- different people on a stage is when he had the different demons. Yeah. Coming yeah. up with the smoke. So that's what I was and they didn't even do the build-up. It just, just, his music just came straight on. Go to WWE Network, uh, Network right now. The music just came straight on. It wasn't the... And then the... Uh, and then it, it just was... 
dun, 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 dun. I'm like, wait a minute, where the fuck is the intro at? And, and, and that's another thing. I have a pet peeve about them. <laughs> they, the they, they keep shortening his music. They keep shortening yeah. They cut Thank the you, intro Dave. out. They Dave. Cut, then he cut to this one part of the music. Dave. I'm like, <laughs> Dave, I thought I was the only one. They did it with Sasha Banks. They cut out a, 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 one of the middle part of her song. They cut it out. I'm like, are you trying to do that for time? Like, what the hell's going on? Probably for time. Yeah, because Seth had a great entrance, but Miz had his full entrance. Finn don't deserve that. Or, or he can't get that. I love the you know get a rematch, between... but can he can't get the can't get his entrance off. When, like, when Finn had, damn. you know, he had the Finn Beller and the Beller Club entrance, and then he had the Demon entrance, yeah. and and he cut out the Beller Club entrance. I like the the, the uh, guitar part in the beginning. It was mm-hmm. a build up. They hey. they cut it out. I'm like, ah, it sucks. Yeah, it definitely sucks, man. But listen, man, I could be sitting here all night. Dave, thank you, brother. Hey, you got to come back, wait, man. You got to. Quick you gotta question, get... real quick. With FS1 getting NXT, do you think WWE should get another developmental? To replace NXT on a network to help build them for their next level? Like a developmental to go up to NXT? Mm. Yeah, I mean, just for the network, since NXT will be going to the network. I mean, to the. I'm only uh, going to agree I, I, for one reason. You can go first, Frank, because this, this piece of shit can wait. You, you can go first. <laughs> There's just so much wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah. It's, I just yeah. feel like it, it would just. Yeah, it's too much. They, they, in the span of three days, they, Monday through Wednesday, they have seven hours worth of programming. They do another, sh- and if you have, if it's a takeover weekend, you have a three-hour show Saturday, two to three-hour sh- show Saturday. Then you got a six-hour show, show on WWE Sunday. <laughs> so I, I just, I think one more hour is too, too much. Yeah, it would be, it would be too I much. Think keep. The programming where it is. We still got other wrestling we have to try to catch up on as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Even this week. This week has been busy as fuck. Like, I literally had to go through highlights just to make sure, like, all right, I've seen everything. Because, you know, it's not that much time in the day when you got to work, you got kids, you got to do whatever the case may be. It's, it, it, it's tough. Um, but I think that, I hope I hope that they do go to, to, to that channel network. And I hope Triple H... Um, continues to to have that, and I hope that they keep the takeovers as a special on the network, and just do other things on the network if they don't want to do it. Because I feel as though that I think Takeover is a completely different brand from. I don't think Takeover when I when I when I think about NXT and Takeover and stuff like that. I don't I don't think WWE. It doesn't yeah. feel WWE. It's not, not presented all. like WWE. It, it clearly shows you who's running what and. Yeah. With the whole UK shit now, you can use the UK NXT shit just for WWE network purposes. That could be that okay, other yeah. extra show that you're actually saying. I don't feel as though that everybody on there needs to necessarily be from the UK. You know what I mean? I feel like you can throw some up-and-coming talent on there. Or rather, if it's up-and-coming UK people, it's still developmental, you know what I mean? And so to speak... I think that is probably basically the extra show that you're saying, and if that it would make sense to yeah. to do that, you know what I mean. I don't think, I don't think NXT is gonna have a problem, even if it was two hours. I just really don't, because you gotta think, the takeovers is two hours, and yeah, but I mean they're the culmination of the one, you know, yeah, several several months of one hour shows. I think NXT's biggest strength 
is the fact that it's only one hour. It doesn't. It never overstays its welcome. But at never. the same time, this is as deepest as it's ever been. Even with the pay per view they had, we didn't have uh, we didn't have Pete on that show. We didn't have Adam on that show. We didn't have uh, EC three on that show. We didn't. You know what I'm saying? And it still was you know two hours, and it still was. So I think. But, they can make it work. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I understand. I understand where you're yeah, coming from. Not that I'm happy with people yeah. being injured, but I think, you know, Oni's down, Lars Sullivan is down. I think that'll open up a couple spots for people to move around, mm-hmm. move around uh, into, into, you know, some other things. Yeah. But also, I think it'll really help to get Adam Cole on some kind of singles program because he does have the mid-card championship for NXT at the end of the day. But everything is, you know, so faction-centric with him. I think he should have some personal issues going. Like, you you can still have something go, going on with the faction, but have an actual program with Adam and somebody else. I just, yeah. I, I think that you probably, yeah, you're right. I think they probably won't get to that at this point. Yeah. I think, um... So I think they're, I think, based off that tag match on, that we men- I mentioned earlier... Ricochet? That's Ricochet... Will be facing Adam Cole in Brooklyn, and that shit is not going to be or feel like a mid card title. Doesn't look like a mid card title. Doesn't feel like a mid card title. The actual NXT belt seems like a mid card belt because everything that Undisputed Era is doing, and everything that Johnny and them is doing, and everything that uh, fucking Velveteen Dream and Ricochet is doing, it just feels and seems like it's more important. And and uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not uh, disagreeing with you, Pat, with the facts. Uh, I feel like either way, if we're going to have any faith in anything in WWE, it's in NXT. NXT can do no wrong in my fucking eyes right now. <laughs> At this point, that's why I'm like, as long as Vince is over here and this shit is over here, you can give us four hours of NXT. And I swear that shit's probably going to be the same. We're probably still going to be like, damn, we're sitting here for four hours. But it's like even the two hours go by like that. You know, you make, you make some of those matches a little bit longer, give people... It is stretched that two hours. Some promos from people, some vignettes. It it it'll probably it'll probably be all right. I think so. As long as can we all agree? As long as Vince don't have shit to do with it, we could probably be okay. Yeah. Go to XFL. Yeah. Do that bullshit over there. Got <laughs> <laughs> here. Or keep signing the deals. Be the deal breaker. That's what you're great at. Keep signing those two hundred. What they get like two hundred and fifty million uh from the TV deal, and then they get like another like two hundred some million from Saudi, and then they about to go over. To um Australia. To Australia. They about to get some more money over there. Keep doing that yeah. type of shit. Yeah. Leave the creative and leave that shit to Triple H and them. Because they got the shit popping right now. But you anything you got anything else y'all want to say before we before we get about it? I'm good. Good? Yeah, Dave, damn. plug, plug, let everybody know where they can find your stuff at. Um where they can see your matches and everything, man. Yes, definitely. Um you could Catch me on Facebook. Uh, type in Dave Reed. You'll see my pretty face on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, friend request me on Facebook. I accept all friend requests. Uh, I'm working on getting a Twitter. So when I get my Twitter account rolling, I'm definitely going to put it on Facebook so everybody can follow me on there. Also, uh, my matches. Go on YouTube. Type in Dave Reed. That's R-E-E-D. Um, you can type in Dave Reed versus uh, the lucky one, Dave Reed. They all should be able to come up. Um, so definitely check out my matches. Support me and support a lot of the indie guys out here. Um, I don't have any matches coming up right now, but there's a lot of great wrestling coming up um, in Jersey and uh, in other parts of Pennsylvania and Delaware, if you're in that area, all throughout the tri-state area. So definitely go check out your local indie talents. Check them out. You know, you'll enjoy them. Trust me, it's a lot of great wrestlers out there. So please give them your support. 
Amen. Facts. There you have it. Russell Cave, uh, please follow us on Facebook at Russell Cave Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Russell Cave. Follow us on Twitter at Russell underscore Cave. And that is a wrap. 